Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Song of Songs. Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm. For stern as death is love, relentless as the netherworld is devotion, its flames are a blazing fire. Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Kateri Tekawitha was the daughter of a Mohawk chief. Her mother, a member of the Algonquin tribe, had been captured in a raid by Mohawk warriors. Before she was captured, Kateri's mother had been baptized Catholic and educated by French missionaries. When Kateri was around four, her baby brother and both her parents died of smallpox. Terry survived, but she was left with facial scars and impaired eyesight. At around the age of 13, the normal age for marriage in her tribe, Kateri was pressed to consider marriage, but she refused. At the age of 19, she converted to Catholicism, given the name Kateri after Catherine of Siena. She took a perpetual vow of virginity and shunned by her own people. She lived the last five years of her life in a Jesuit mission south of Montreal and in New France, which is now Canada. G.K. Chesterton the most prolific writer of his day, who converted to Catholicism in July of 1922, 100 years ago this month, he had an interesting observation about Native Americans and the Europeans who arrived in the New World. He wrote about those who were always criticizing their own civilization. Quote, they have a curious habit of not merely doing their legitimate duty in condemning its crimes, but of going out of their way to idealize its victims. They always assume that before the advent of Europe, there was nothing anywhere but Eden. Chesterton had a point. The Americas were filled with noble races of indigenous people, and the land was beautiful, but the continent was hardly the Garden of Eden. The natives brutally 
raided and enslaved each other. And some of its members practiced human sacrifice. Now, it was not Europeans per se that put an end to those abominations. It was the Christianity that they brought with them. And the people who connive at slavery and human sacrifice, those who make money at it, have a long history of trying to put an end to Christianity. Last year, the New York Times did a summer-long series of stories. It, it entitled, Horrible History, Mass Grave of Indigenous Children Reported in Canada. The New York Times reported on gruesome, quote-unquote, discoveries at schools, many run by the church, that led to outbreaks of shame, guilt, and rage that swept across Canada. A writer noted, three days after the New York Times story, which was an old story, three days after the story, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, he lowered flags to half-mast on Parliament Hill and on all federal buildings across Canada to honor the children whose remains were reported to be in the mass graves. The flags flew at half-mast for the children for five months. In the minds of an increasingly bigoted and anti-Catholic public, the Catholic Church was yet again caught red-handed in an atrocity against children. As a result, dozens of churches in Canada were burned to the ground. Others were vandalized, and Catholics were excoriated by friends and family for belonging to such a damnable organization that could now add mass murder of indigenous children to its litany of undesirable characteristics. The problem with all of this is that the whole story is a complete farce. For there are no children. Not one single mass grave of children was found in Canada last year. Not one. Scientists are now saying, well, what they thought was a mass grave was some rotting trees. That has not stopped Prime Minister Trudeau, a Catholic, who advocates for the mass murder of children, the unborn, that has not stopped him from demanding that the Pope personally come to Canada and apologize to do his legitimate duty in condemning the church's crime. Pope Francis appears willing to play along and is scheduled to do that in a couple of weeks. Pray the Pope demands a public apology from Prime Minister Trudeau for the grave scandal he has caused the Catholic faithful during his time in public office. Pray to Kateri Tekawitha today, known today as the Lily of the Mohawks, for her virtue of chastity. Kateri died at the age of 24, weakened by her mortification of her flesh. Witnesses said that minutes after her death, the scars on her face vanished. And her face appeared radiant and beautiful. Beautiful. 